you know, there weren't any consequences. So many women take the pill. What are the odds of me having anything? An increased risk of blood clots, but the risk seems pretty low. So I've always thought that that was a risk worth taking. By the time we flew up from Houston to Pittsburgh, she was dead. So she died in about three hours. This is me, my blood cloth, and I. I'm Yoni, 20 years young, and in the beginning of this year, I almost died because of my pill. I was having a major headache, and after a couple of days, I decided to go to the hospital. And there, they diagnosed me with a blood cloth in my head, which basically means that the blood supply was still taking place, but the blood drainage in my head had stopped, which causes an accumulation of blood in your head. And apparently, this was caused by my pill. And at first, I was so confused because why had no one ever told me about this risk? And also, why had I never thought about the risks? Why had it become such an obvious thing for me to do to just swallow this pill every single day without ever thinking about the risks. And so I asked a couple of women in my near surroundings what they knew about the risks that, that are associated with, with birth control and with the contraception pill. I started using the pill when I was 17. I've been using it for five years now. And in the beginning, I thought it was risk-free. I thought that, you know, there weren't any consequences. So many women take the pill. What are the odds of me having anything? And finally, after five years, I read the prescription that comes with the pill more thoroughly. And I saw the paragraphs that are dedicated to thrombosis. And all of the things that I'd been thinking about my body, you know, the mood swings, the not feeling as great as I normally should, they were all being validated by that piece of paper. I never realized how much of an impact the pill can have on a female's body until I heard about your story. I was always thought that this was something that I had to do in order to prevent myself from pregnancies. And as a 15 year old does, I just followed my mother's instructions. But I did this without really getting into it more deeply or doing any research at all on what I was putting into my body. I remember talking with a friend about the consequences you can get from the pill. She was telling me about articles she read concerning the pill and the side effects. One month later, I bumped into an article Vice Belgium posted saying the same things my friend told me a month earlier. For me, that was sort of a wake-up call that maybe I should try quitting the pill as well, so I did. First, I was doubting my decision, but then I saw your post on Instagram, and for me, that was the deciding factor that the pill is such poison for your body. The main side effect that I am aware of, because I always get told it whenever I go on a different pill, is about an increased risk of blood clots. Um, so I'm always aware of that, but the risk seems pretty low um so i've always thought that that was a risk worth taking so yeah i think i'm aware of the side effects but they've never put me off because there is no alternative really for me
I'm currently walking in the park that's just a couple of blocks away from my house and you may think that this is something quite convenient to do you know with COVID and everything everybody is walking all the time but for me walking a couple of miles whenever I want to is no longer something that I take for granted that I think is just normal to do um, a couple of months ago my body wasn't able to walk anymore I was barely even able to stand on my two feet without fainting and so being here kind of is a victory to me because I can just go outside and walk if I want to which is kind of crazy to think about that this is something that I see as a victory but it really is I remember that I had visited a friend and afterwards I got on the train to go home and I was sitting there and all of a sudden there was this random pain that was starting in my neck and I, I didn't know what was going on but it hurt so much and I also was having a lot of pain in my head but at that time I was having a lot of online classes and I also had to study for my finals so I just figured that the pain was related to spending a lot of time behind my desk so I didn't I didn't take it all too seriously at first I thought that it would just go away um, so I went home and I took a painkiller and just went straight to bed thinking tomorrow morning I will wake up and everything will be fine but the truth is it didn't get any better it only got worse I didn't sleep a lot that night because of the pain um, and then the next day it only got worse I I was having more more and more pain and the painkillers weren't helping anymore and I really didn't know what to do but I still thought that this pain was you know coming from my neck or mainly coming from my neck and that the headache was just some sort of side effect from it um, and so I made an appointment to go for an acupuncture treatment the next day, thinking that all my problems would be solved the next day. Um, but it didn't, um, because that Thursday morning was was just complete hell. <laughs> um, I could no longer eat or drink without vomiting straight away. Um, so my body had no fuel <laughs> in it anymore and then in the afternoon my mom decided to go to the hospital because the acupuncture didn't work at all I looked extremely pale as well and you could clearly see that I was in a lot of pain so she took me to the emergency room After my time in the hospital, I got more engaged with this topic. I wanted to inform myself more about the risk of getting blood clots and also other side effects. And so I spoke with Hendrik Camus, who is a gynecologist, and I asked him some questions about the risks of getting a thrombosis from birth control. Is the pill able 
to uh, provoke thrombosis? The answer is yes. That is, of course, uh, probably the, the most important side effect of the pill. So the next question is, how often does that arrive? Well, um, thrombosis goes with the, the, the kind of progesterone. For instance, let us say a, a woman that is not taking a pill and is not pregnant. What is her risk to have a thrombosis annually? Well, if you have 10,000 women who do not take the pill and who do not want to become pregnant, or who are not pregnant, then two women of those 10,000 will have a thrombosis. Now we take a pill where um, the progesterone is uh, levonorgestrel. What does that mean? That this a progesterone that is in the, the ancient, one of the first pills like Microgenon uh, 30, now uh, on the market, Noranel, there are, are pills of the 70s, pills are 50 years old. Well, they have, instead of two every 10,000 women per year, they have about five or six thromboses per 10,000 women per year. So that is an increase, if you compare it with no pill, an increase with three times. But if you take, for instance, other pills like uh, Mercilon, Melian, etc., uh, Drosperinon, which is the pill that is in Yasmin, Jazz or Yasminel, then number of women with thrombosis is not five, six, but is nine. If you go to, for instance, Diane, which there the progesterone is cyprotron acetate, uh, then the possibility of thrombosis is 12 per 10,000 women per year. So it depends, if you go to the first and the five, six to 12, uh, it depends on which progesterone is in that pill. So then you say, well, there are no other kinds of contraception, like, for instance, the vaginal ring, eh? so the nuva ring, as we call it. Well, it's the same. It's also somewhere between 6 and 12 thromboses per 10,000 women per year. So that is about three to fourfold of what would happen if a woman does not take the pill. They immediately started doing a lot of tests because they thought that I was having meningitis, um, which luckily I didn't have. But then they decided to do one more test just to be sure. And I remember that doctor told me it probably will be nothing, but we're just going to do this test to be sure because you never know. And until this day, I am so grateful that he had suggested this because through that test, they noticed that I had a blood cloth in my head. So I'm pretty, pretty lucky that he decided to do this test because afterwards they told me that, you know, if I got there a couple of hours later or maybe a day later, that it could have ended pretty bad and that maybe I wouldn't even be able to, to tell you my story right now. When I was in the hospital, I remember that one of my friends texted me saying, I'm glad you are still with us. And at first I thought that she was just joking, but 
The more I got into this topic of blood clots, the more I realized that actually she was quite right. And I started looking online for other stories, and that's how I stumbled into David, the father of Alex. Alex had a blood clot herself, but unfortunately she was less lucky because she died from it. And so David and his wife started a foundation to spread awareness about blood clots from birth control. And I, I contacted David and we started talking through mail and then we also organized an online chat to just share our experiences with each other. What caused your thrombosis? Uh, the, uh, the pill. That yeah, which one? Um, the Zorel 20. I don't know if you know this one, but... I'm um... not familiar with that one. And what about your daughter? What, she was using the, the new one, right? Lutera. Yeah. Just a fourth generation, um, supposedly safe. How old was your daughter? 23. 23. Yeah. She just graduated uh, from university. We, my, my wife wanted her to come back here to Houston, but... Uh, Alex preferred to stay up in Pittsburgh. She had a boyfriend, she found a house, she found a job. She was enjoying herself. And then she literally was leaving her office one day and she just collapsed. By the time we flew up from Houston to Pittsburgh, she was dead. So she died in about three hours. That's, uh, and she never had like any symptoms or... Well, we found, we found that she complained to a boyfriend that she had a pain in her thigh for a couple of days. And the night before she died, she had dinner with a friend of ours and she said she felt tired. And that seems to be quite common. It, the symptoms are so vague that if you don't know about blood clots, you just can dismiss them as something else. Yeah. Oh, I must have pulled a muscle at the gym. Because her blood clot was in her leg. It was in her leg, and then it moved up into her lung. Yeah. And, just, yeah. and they, they tried to stabilize her so they could open her up and get rid of the clot. But she, I think she flatlined three times on the operating table. So by the time we arrived, she was, she was gone. It's so... I can't believe it is that. Uh. Yeah. And, the, you know, the drug companies, if you look, I don't know what it's like in Europe, but if you look on uh, the fine print in America, they will say that you have a 1 in 12,000 chance of dying from this thing. And, of course, people think 1 in 12,000, that's no big deal. Right? Yeah. I'm young, I'm invincible, I'm going to live forever. And you have to look for it. You know, it's not like the warning's easy to see. But one in 12,000 is quite high risk. But ultimately, it's all about money, in my view, because the drug companies make massive amounts of money off this stuff. So they're happy to accept the risk. I always say that in America, it will only change when a senator's daughter or the president's daughter drops dead from birth control, then there'll be a change. The awareness of the risk is just not there. 
So, you know, that's why we started our foundation. I mean, two days after Alex died, we set up the foundation. Yeah, because what do you exactly do with this foundation? So it's just basically one half is just to pay homage to her love, which was writing. And the other half is to just raise awareness amongst uh, young women. Because to me, it would be, you know, it's, I, I've had this argument so often with people on, on our Facebook page and website that we are anti-women. We're anti-women's rights, right? Because we're against birth control. And I, I always say, I couldn't care less. If you want to take the pill, go for it. All I want to be sure of is you know the risks. Yeah. I'm not trying to stop you from taking it. I'm trying to make you have an informed decision. Simple as that. That's exactly how I feel about it, about yeah. talking about birth control. Like, you don't have to quit. You just have to know what the risks are. You have to be informed. And that is something here in Belgium, we are so little informed about this. I don't know how it's with you guys, but I just, one day I went to my doctor, asked for a pill, he gave it to me, but with zero yeah. explanation of what could happen. Yeah, because it's been around for so long and everybody takes it and their doctors, people say, oh, well, the doctor will tell you the risk, but they don't, they didn't tell our daughter of the risk. They just, here you go, here's your pills. And that's the end of that. Yeah. I mean, it. I, obviously, you didn't know the risk going in for yourself. Would Would you have, if you'd have known that you had a nine out of 10,000 or whatever it was going to get a clot, would you have done it? This is a question that I've been asking myself quite a lot lately. Would I take the pill if I had known that I could get a blood clot from it? And to be honest, I'm still not sure about my answer to this question. I think that I would still take the pill, but I would be more aware of the fact that this could happen to me. And also I would be able to anticipate to it whenever I was experiencing a lot of pain in my head, I would go straight to the hospital and not wait for three days. And most importantly, I wouldn't have been so shocked the moment that the doctor told me this. I would have known that this could happen. And I remember that they had put me in a, in a room with a bed so that I could wait there on the results of the tests. And all of a sudden there was a nurse and she came into my room and she asked me, do you smoke? So I said no. And then she said, but do you take birth control? And I said, yes, I'm, I'm on the pill. And then she just left the room again. And then a couple of minutes later she came back and there was this chair next to the bed and I remember that she went to the chair and sat down and at that moment I realized that something pretty bad was going on because why would the nurse you know take the time to really sit down and talk to me why couldn't she just stand up and tell me the news so in that moment to be honest I was quite scared because I really didn't know what she was going to say um, and that's when she told me that I, I had a blood clot. Um, and then she told me that they were going to start with the treatment immediately because I basically had a ticking time bomb in my head 
and if we didn't start straight away it would end pretty bad and I still remember that the pain, the dizziness, the not feeling great, everything I I can still picture myself in that bed not knowing what was going to happen um, I was surrounded by three other people that were going through some sort of the same thing as me they had had a stroke but the big difference between the, the four of us was that they were between the age of 65 and 85 years old and I was 20 and I remember that the nurses were telling me how how odd it was that I was only 20 years old and that I was in that department that I had a thrombosis because it isn't really a regular thing for people my age to have. To end this podcast, I would like to point out that I'm not against birth control at all. I think it's a great thing for women to have control over their own bodies, to decide whether they want to have children or not. But I also want to point out the fact that I think women should be way more informed about risks and about the side effects, because of course blood clots aren't the only risk, there are way more. So educate yourself talk to other women about this topic and just be more aware of what you swallow every day. Mm-hmm.